noises, thinking noises. Um, I was recently driving back from a vacation. I spent like 12 hours a day driving. It took two days uh, to drive across the country. Um, and I was with I was with my family when I when I got back, and we were discussing we we're discussing vacation ideas for the rest of the year because everyone's always really annoyed about how we never follow through with these plans, and either that or we end up making a plan last minute and it's kind of rushed and weird. Um, and so we decided to plan out our entire year right then and there. And my all my they were like, yeah, like like a real proper you know regular old family you know because we're insecure about if whether or not we're a normal family and we need to feel normal we need to be normal okay okay sorry sorry anyways back to the topic um my everyone was giving their own input and my only input was can we just not go anywhere can we just can we just sleep i don't understand i I don't understand you you don't like someone would want to travel because no, I don't. I don't. It's it feels very unnecessary because yes, okay, you know, pictures don't capture quite what reality can. And so I could maybe see if you're like an artist or a photographer and you and you just like what you enjoy most is seeing beauty in like landscapes and well not even landscapes, skylines, I guess. I don't know. Um then maybe I could see that that value, that enjoyment in going places, but I just can't find like it, it's it's still everything is human, and at at, at the at its root, it's all the same. And to me, no matter where I go, it's still a little boring. Like it's interesting, like oh, you know, wow, they do this, and but it's like, was that really worth the you know four hundred dollar plane ticket? This little tidbit, this um, you know, landscape. Uh, I all although I would say it is worth it if you're visiting relatives, because then it's like, you know, you get to meet people that you haven't seen in a while. I see the importance there. But other than that, I see so much more value in just staying home and sleeping, at doing co- things that are not productive at all. Because if I go to school, if I go to work, and I want a vacation. I don't want to have the hassle of a vacation. I want to just stay at home and think about what I like to do, actually do what I like to do. Because most of the stuff I like to do I is had on no idea. That basically, basically everything. Um, that's like, well, like coding, gaming, and then like I like to draw and play instruments, both of which are inside. Like, I don't want to... I like to draw and play instruments. People who know me in real life are gonna get mad because I'm really bad at drawing and really bad at playing instruments, and I only just started doing that recently. <laughs> I'm an insult to everyone who plays music. Okay. So, right now, I need you to explain to me the opposing viewpoint of enjoying travel because it it doesn't come naturally to me. I don't like to do. I don't. I'm relaxing and it feels like too much of a hassle and it's not interesting enough to me for it to be worth the the, the actual travel part the plan So I have a question but before I give before I give my 
my opinion on this. What is your threshold for what you consider quote unquote travel? Like, if you had the option between, like, when you'd say you don't like to travel, if you had the option, if you could realistically never walk outside your front door, would you? No. Okay, so what what distance from the house would you consider traveling? No, it's not necessarily, okay, so, first of all, the the whole point of travel is not that, you could travel, I could almost say you could travel, like, basically a couple miles like well not even you could you could be in your neighborhood the whole idea about travel is that you're visiting somewhere new or somewhere that you visit rarely so it's not necessarily about the distance but it usually becomes that way because usually the reason you wouldn't visit somewhere interesting is because it's far away from you so yeah so what do you particularly Um, not like about travel what not like about travel is sitting in a car or a plane and then getting somewhere and having it be ridiculously similar to everywhere else you've ever been. So you don't like, you don't think the hype of where you're going is worth the hassle? Like the experience isn't worth so, it. Okay, the the I say the exception is um, sometimes culture, uh, like understanding other cultures, is really interesting, but it's still not quite worth it to me because it doesn't interest me. I don't know the way something like you know, music or art or coding or gaming or something, some things that I enjoy, things that I enjoy doing on my computer inside the house, getting no sun or exercise. I get no one really likes the the point A to point B part of travel, like sitting in the car or sitting in the airplane. This is why yeah, we my, have... ma- my main point is that that's not worth what I'm doing. Like maybe if I could teleport there instantaneously, I'd be like, oh, OK. You know, oh, hey, but, you know, this is cool. You know, and snap my fingers and I'm back. So you really don't like going, you really don't like going places? Like, no. You, you, the, Most, the, li- the uh, list of destinations uh, that would be worth the trip is extremely short for you. Yes. I have a question. And is, usually those, usually those places that would be worth a trip is because of an event. That's like Comic-Con or PAX. I don't like travel either. The point A to point B. And I've been on... Yeah, no, I understand that. No no one does, yeah. I've been in actual various transportations. I've been on a plane three times in my life. That was actually all within a one-week period. I've been on several drives. uh, One drive up to Arkansas. uh, One drive out of South Texas for Hurricane Ike. Ike? Maybe Ike. And then a drive me, my grandfather, and my brother took down to Big Bend National Park. Those have been the major travel points. And then I forgot about church mission trip to Mexico six or seven years ago. The the bus ride down to the border was obviously thrilling. But... Okay, wait. (laughs) Just saying. I am beginning to realize that I'm quite spoiled because I have been to China, Costa Rica, the Bahamas... um, <laughs> northern, northern, Mr. Northern USA of the Wisconsin. Yeah, see, and you're like I've been the to New York. You have the you have what is very closely bordering on hashtag first world problems. Is oh, I have to go to all these far away amazing places. <laughs> it's awful. Oh, woe yeah. is me. Okay, China, China was the one that was worth it. China, uh, well, and Wisconsin because that's where my relatives are. Anyways. 
China was really interesting. Uh, although it could have been more interesting if I if we had um, been toured rather than by a tour guide by our friends who were actually there. I mean, obviously, like they don't have the time to do that. But if they had, that would have been cool because the tour guide gives you a very like generic uh, copied over well tourist um, experience, and it's usually the same every time, and it's not. It's not quite as interesting or in depth to the culture, but it's um, like the same. Know, I, I was there and I felt truly out of place. You know, that's that's what I value. Well, the saying so, goes that the people who live at the famous places don't visit the famous places. Like the joke is that people who live in New York their entire life have never actually visited, you know, the Statue of Liberty. It's right there, big whoop. We see it every day. So the contrast yeah. between having been there your whole life and going there for a short period of time. Yeah. Which is why you, well, that's, you find, that's why you'll find tourist industry is actually quite separate from the local population. It's like, guys, we see this every day. So what did you enjoy about your your oh-so-awful trip to China? Oh, it was... I can't believe I... I bared... Whatever. Um, I can't believe I withstood the, the terrible experience that was being... Uh, immersed in Chinese culture, uh, although it's still a tourist hub, so it's not super real. Mm -hmm. But it's it's still still the culture. It's about uh, as real as Chinatown. <laughs> no, actually, it's a, quite a bit more real than that. But well, um, it's it's still not it's still not super authentic, just because of all the gift shops and mm -hmm. whatnot. But and um, you have to remember that. When you think of all these places that you've never actually been, you automatically picture the big things. Like if you, if I, as a person who've never been to China, and probably most other people, when you say China, they're picturing Chinatown the size of a country. And that's yeah. that's I'm not. There are regular people, and there are regular things there. It's right, like to specify, it was Shanghai, Shanghai, and Beijing. So you were actually in the metropolitan areas, but that's not what China looks like on average. It's like. You go out to New York, yeah. and as a person who's never been to York, New York, I of course know that New York City is big. That's not what it all looks like. But anytime, Actually, it's quite small. anytime yeah. someone says New York, I automatically picture traffic and big buildings, even though they have just as much open country space as any other state, really. In fact, their capital is actually quite a ways outside a lar the larger metro metropolitan area. Yeah, it's weird to think that these places that have the stereotypical this is what it looks like in my head that's not what most of that place looks like so it's just an, in, an interesting phenomenon that happens when you only experience a place through mediums like television and books because they give you the most exciting least common denominator and you yeah. extrapolate to the entire country china is exactly. massive i'm sure that just as we have cultural differences oh, okay. amongst the own states here in the united states there are probably vast cultural differences if you go to various parts of china certainly certainly so what did you enjoy but, most about china okay so just the the just noticing the interesting differences between the way people acted and um in in america and in china um i hear this is even more true in japan but in china it, it basically all asian culture you know honor is a big thing i hate you know i hate to be stereotypical but the stereotype is true honor is like a great value and um 
everyone's super polite. <laughs> no one, like, they don't want to offend you, but at the same time, they're so interested in the idea of Americans because we're like almost like a little bit of America being brought over to them. And we and there was when we went to a a zoo there, we were like the animals because my youngest brother has this shock of bright white hair, and no one in Asia has ever seen that. <laughs> and people were taking pictures of my youngest brother <laughs> with this bright white like, oh jeez, it was pretty ridiculous. But that was probably the one exception of of where people were like very out there like. People, people there were always like, "Oh, after you," you know, and it's it's nice, but like competitively nice. That's actually, I think that's actually a pretty good way to put it. So that was just in, that stuff like that was interesting to notice. But the, I didn't enjoy like, uh, like we did go to the Great Wall, which was mediocre. I find the Great Wall more interesting for its history. Mm-hmm. Like the actual location isn't super cool. It's just kind of like a big stone walkway. It's a brick wall. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's long, Um, and it's amazing considering the size for the relative technology. But you'll find that because we live in a time where everything is so easily accessible on the Internet, you don't get this one big rush that happens when you see something you've never seen before. It's like when you go to someplace like the Grand Canyon, you're not seeing the whole glory you're seeing a percentage of the glory that has been diminished because you've seen pictures and people have talked about it and you are not the first person to see it i'm sure the first person who saw the grand canyon was probably amazed they have never seen of this place they've never heard of this place but we you've seen pictures of the grand canyons it's amazing but when oh, yeah. you get there it's like oh, oh that's just okay. like the photo but bigger and I'm not saying it's not oh, worth yeah. the trip. And, and I traveled here. <laughs> I'm not yeah, saying it's, it's not a better it's experience. It's not worth the trip. The... That's what I'm saying. Okay. okay. I'm not saying it's a worse experience in the picture, but it's like, this is nice, I guess, but I was expecting more. And so this is what yeah, happens exactly. when you've been when you've been immersed and you know a lot about a place that you've never actually been to and you get there and it's like, okay. Yeah. But that, that okay, so that's actually a good point for me because I have really high standards when it comes to stuff that impresses me, specifically things that are like fantastic, fantasy, you know. Um, so I'm a really, I'm a pretty big like f- fantasy sci-fi nerd a little here and there, you know, like mainly books. Uh, although I haven't been reading as much recently. Anyways. Um, before I could read, I got my dad to read me The Hobbit three times, um, which was which was interesting. And I also started saying drat because Bilbo says drat. Um, but yeah, so I have this ingrained idea of, um, of of what amazes. And so since you know, since my standards were set so high as an entire another universe with different people and races and powers and magic and stuff you know and that was what the first thing to amaze me was everything else seems a little small maybe maybe i don't know so Uh, maybe maybe i'm maybe i'm sort of diagnosing myself and not not doing a great job but but i i think i can safely say that my standards are too high 
so the the question everyone is thinking is does real chinese food taste like american buffet chinese food no real chinese food is gross duck meat in a smelly back alley like thing so I mean, we did go to you know we did go to the occasional like obvious like tourist attraction chinese place which is exactly like the american chinese place <laughs> uh, i don't know why any tourists would go there that so doesn't really make sense is the but fake we did is the fake chinese food an authentic fake because it's authentically faked in the country oh Ooh. whoa oh my mind I don't know if I can process this. I think I'm gonna have to go. T- I have to go. Is the fakeness more authentic because it was yeah. faked in the place? No, it. It's really not. It's. It's almost like. It's almost like an ironic joke here. Like, like they're making fun of Americans, but they're also now <laughs> making did, profit from Americans. <laughs> so, did they have oh, fortune geez. cookies? Because that is an American invention. Uh, in the in the weird gimmicky place, I believe they did have oh, fortune cookies. But in the actual Chinese place, it was not. No. Uh, I wonder if it, it was, I wonder it's what, not very good. From what little taste I had of real Chinese food, it was not very good. I would have purposely uh, it, it, okay. asked them for a fortune cookie just to see the look on their face, like this stupid American, <laughs> this kid. Another example okay. is if if you go to Europe and you ask for ice in your drink, especially countries like Italy. They'll look at you, oh, and, and they France, will. France. And yeah, they will know you're American because they don't. They don't use ice in their drinks. Yeah, like the the actual food was not fantastic. But also, disclaimer: I haven't been to this country for like how long has it been? Like three, almost four years. This country being China or China? Yeah, since I've been to China, it, it has been a long time. So I don't remember it super well but i can safely say that i did not i i've never really enjoyed any other food from any other culture except for german and american food because i really like cheese meat and bread and i have a metabolism like a jet plane (laughs) so it's not hard it's it's really really easy for me i'm skinny all the time and everyone hates me for it yeah, I, I have the metabolism. So many calories. I have the metabolism of. I joke that I have four stomachs like a cow. Although to be fair, since I stopped growing, my appetite isn't as big, but I still have the same metabolism. So I'm eating less, but at the the same rate. Like yeah, x yeah. calories per hour, just less total calories. And I don't really gain weight. I've hovered around one, one fifty ish for the majority of my life. Yeah. How tall? How tall are you? I am at last estimate last estimate five eleven question mark. Okay. Okay, yeah. So I'm I'm only like an inch or two taller than you and like twenty pounds <laughs> twenty pounds lighter. So you're like the okay. you take the on the me creator, just take all the um all the dials and move them to yeah, the left. Yeah, I I, I bring skinny. them all to the I the the, the the greatest contrast possible. Okay. So back to travel. Are you going to ask me about where I've been? Talk, uh, I want you to use where you've been as an example to try and convince me that there is some value in travel beyond being a photographer or artist who you know, gets the most enjoyment out of landscapes. Well, one of my favorite trips, and actually my favorite trip is the one I remember not quite a lot about of because it was so long ago. 
but it was a it was an amazing experience. As I, as a member of my church, we went on a missions trip down to Mexico. I don't remember the city. I just know it wasn't Mexico City. But we were on there. We did we did three things. Is we ran a, a VBS for the, for some local children. We ran a clinic where we provided donated eyeglasses. And we also assembled houses. And you went on one of these three primary areas. And I remember that I love working with kids. And I hope to do it more okay. someday. I got with the VBS. But the, the memory I remember most vividly, which is crazy because your most vivid memories are actually probably the most inaccurate, is there was a... I'm not sure whether to call it a rec center, just about the size of a gym with a kitchen on one side. So I guess it kind of was like a public rec center is where the locals set us up and they served us three meals a day. And I remember in in one corner of the rec center, there were these, there was just junk kind of sitting there that had been tossed to the side. No one used it anymore. And among those pieces of junk was an authentic Pac-Man machine. I'm talking about the real deal. Uh, of course. Wait, 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 wait. I'm going to stop you right there because I need to know, did it have Galaga as a secondary option? I don't know. All I remember is Pac-Man. The thing is, the machine didn't work. It didn't accept coins. It didn't turn on. And I'll never remember if it simply was because it wasn't plugged in. Because from my point of view, I fixed that machine. All I know is when I walked over there, it wasn't working, and I got it to work. I'm sure it was just something unplugged, and my child mind has escalated the story to, oh, I reassembled this machine piece by piece from its very atoms. It, prob <laughs> it probably just had some wires unplugged in the middle. But I plugged yeah. it in, and I got this, this Pac-Man machine working, and I had pulled all the local kids, both from the church and from the area, over, and we played Pac-Man for like 30 minutes. I don't think we had breakfast that day. And that's what I remember most vividly about that trip. The second thing was you get the authentic Mexican cola. And the okay, bottles... That, that's awesome. The bottles the, you can the, buy at the corner store, there's oh only one Mexican coin that can fit in the bottle. And that's the one-tenth of a cent. And I remember me and my mother searched for an hour and a half to find a store that had a tenth of a cent. And we finally found one. And I got it in the bottle. I'm sad I actually don't have it anymore. But I tell this story to emphasize that the point of travel, the the for me, the most vivid experience is the memories, is you do things that you can't do anywhere else. The fact that we got that I got to we got to help these locals make sure some of the adults and kids have glasses and shoes. And even if it might not have been a big deal, getting this machine working and getting to teach them things not only about what i believe as a christian but just like general things as they didn't they didn't know things and they were we assembled houses these people had been homeless you get to help people you get to meet people and you get to experience things that you can't do unless you walk outside your door and go and that to me no matter the and we sat for at the border for 7 hours waiting to cross over from the United States to Mexico. I would have sat there for 14 hours for the same memories I got because those are irreplaceable. 
14 hours. Like, I, I would have sat there. I would have doubled that. I like how you don't exaggerate that. Like, it's like a mathematical problem. Like, the hours are exactly worth the, the certain amount of value of the memories. Okay. Sorry. Okay, so I, I think I, I, I stand... Uh, let's say I, I understand. I, I stand understood, okay? I, I, could, I, can, I can empathize a little bit more with people who like to travel, but honestly, I, I still remain lazy boy who sits at home and does everything inside. And, you know, it's, it's a shame, you know? I'm not going to nag on you also, in particular. Also, I, I'm not I gonna really nag don't on... like meeting new people. Like, like that's a, like... Not quite social anxiety, but like, and it's a shame that this the culture has reached this point where it's so easy to not go out and meet people. But to me, there's I I like internet content. I watch videos, I play games, but I'm a people person, and there's nothing a uh, per a people person hates more than being trapped inside all day. Which is ironic because I'm both a people person and a little bit introverted. So I have the desire to meet and hang out with people, but a lot of social anxiety about doing those things. So I sit at home, <laughs> and I, I, have, I have access to near in, incomprehensible amounts of information and entertainment at the tip of my fingers. Just just free on just YouTube alone. think of all alone. the movies you could pirate from... Just, from. No, just free on YouTube alone. <laughs> Hundreds of thousands of years of content. And I'm bored. Because there's simp- yep. there's something about going out and doing human hey, hey, things with fellow you know humans that can't be replicated with a screen or a controller. You, you know what it is? You know what it is? Validation. Come with me and you'll see my need of constant validation. I love it. Um, I yeah, but I, that's what I find myself. My, all my I'm introverted, but all my extroverted tendencies come from the fact that I constantly need to feel important. Well, um, like, this, this isn't for me to feel important. <laughs> a joke. Everyone laughed. I don't genuinely think that's funny myself, but, you know, everyone else does. So, obviously, I'm a valued, important person who doesn't deserve to And it, it, there is something know. satisfying about going beyond yourself and being a smaller part of a greater whole. Like, the fact that I couldn't have done those things in this country without the, you know, the help of the people who went with me because I was just a kid. But you people... People's collective power, people's collective influence, people's collective ability to do things is worth more when you do them together rather than separate. If you take five people and each have them do a thing separately, they will not get near as much done as as you take those five people together and have them focus on one thing. And just, it's it's a social machine. The ability to do more because you are getting out of your house and well, meeting yeah, that, these people. That's the way people, that's that's how society has sort of changed over time. That's So have I swayed you at all, <laughs> in my opinion, on traveling being a good thing? Not necessarily I, the journey. I, I, think you had a, I think you had a special special situation, a special occasion, a special snowflake, you know? Um, <laughs> well, it's not that I have other uh, trips. Like, for example, my seventh grade year um, for the AP history, those who could afford it all paid the $1,800 to fly out to Washington, D.C., Plymouth, and Boston for a week. 
and unfortunately yep, when no, we no, went but but the, the 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 mission trip thing the being so directly involved in the community and living with these people in a mission trip that offers a different experience a different immersion into other people's culture that you know just a tourist tour guide trip thing can't yeah offer. but there's tourism there's there's that's a different kind of traveling and i can get why that can be weary because you're just doing the thing everyone else is doing you're not truly going out and experiencing things which is why i don't i i want to travel abroad but i wouldn't go through a touring company i would when i have people who i've known for a while who all have genuine interest we go together and we just kind of figure out what to do ourselves like when you go outside the little okay, the neat that... little lines that tourist companies draw for you is like oh don't step over this line we're gonna stay right here on the path look to your left look to your right these are the things that we've neatly... don't look to your right over this section of the path because that's a government facility okay and continue it's like the the neat little lines drawn by these companies they're not bad but you miss something by coloring inside yeah. the lines well i think like, it's more the fact that you get tourism a tourist, is it's a little harder to interact with the the populace the general populace tourism is the travel equivalent of paint by numbers yes yeah, you're gonna get some great accurate. experiences but for the most part it's gonna be the same experience everyone else had 